Welcome everyone to day number 17, setting the stage for change. Day 17 out of 21, I've been sharing for the past two weeks, more, just subtleties of noticing. And if you look, if you watch all of the um, events, each Facebook Live, one at a time, they're just little nuggets of pointers, of indications of what you can look at to just subtly recognize the point of thinking and feeling, the mind-body connection, the mind-body connection. Like you become aware that these thoughts are not random. They're quite familiar to you, all right? So if you look closely on a regular basis, on a habitual basis, that you'll realize that every single time that there's a feeling and emotion that you're aware of, especially if it's a negative emotion, it's linked to a habitual belief of some sort. And yesterday I asked you to write down those core beliefs, those beliefs that you ultimately take for granted 100% nobody can change your mind that is it that is true for me okay and then I asked you like write those down okay these are true for you like no one can even get into a discussion with you that there is nowhere it's gonna budge you all right and then next to it what emotion what feeling do you have about it like why is it so right and how good does it feel or how bad does it feel? Or what what do you feel? Okay, we've given names to emotions. There's a whole list of variety of emotions. Now, I didn't ask you to do this um, exercise to prove anyone wrong. I'm not here to prove anyone wrong. I'm not here to prove anyone right. In fact, it's not about right and wrong. Everything is about the way you feel. Ultimately, Everything is the way you feel. And, and even more, it's not about the way you feel. It's how much love do you feel? Because at the end of the day, it's all about discovering self-love. If you do not love yourself, there is nothing anyone or anything can do for you. It will be a continuously arguing for your limitations complaining that it's that that person's fault, this event's fault, this circumstance fault, arguing for limitations. That's what I, I meant. So when you write down beliefs and emotions on a consistent basis, that once you become aware of a belief and the emotion that it triggers, you can start to see the pattern. There's a connection, a mind-body connection. So the question is, ah, oh, do I need to change my beliefs in order to have a different outcome? That was the first step um, about 10 or 20 years ago when the secret came in or information came in. Oh, just change your beliefs. You'll have a different experience. Just change your beliefs. You'll have a different experience. But hang on a minute. If you actually believe to be your beliefs, you've been, you've been wrapped around them for so long, thinking and believing that that is you. How are you going to change them?
just by writing down your core beliefs of what you deem to be utterly true and no one can change your mind, you can't even do that. That's why I asked you to do that ex exercise yesterday. It is really, really difficult to change your beliefs when you believe you are those beliefs. It's like, this is all mine. You can't argue with that. I ain't going to just let that go. This is me you're talking about. I can't change that. And that's why trying to change your beliefs when you ultimately believe you are your mind, you are your body, it's going to be detrimental. And that's what everyone has tried to accomplish the moment the secret came out. Change your beliefs, change your beliefs, and you'll have a different outcome. Change your beliefs, and you'll have a different outcome. You'll be happier. You can create the life you want. It was half of the secret. It wasn't the whole secret. Yes, it is very, very empowering to see the connection between the mind and the body it is very very empowering and freeing to see holy crap look a belief when i believe this this is what happens in my body that is becoming aware of more than than before you were completely unaware of it. so you're already bringing in light there but now let's go a step further let's go a step further why is it so hard to change beliefs because huh. I ultimately believe I am them. That represents me. That describes me. This is who I am. And you can see from those core beliefs that you wrote down that no one's going to change your mind, not even you. So what to do? What ultimately to do? Read the book again. Let's read the book again. Maybe I missed something. The point is that if you are aware of a thought that you can write it down and you can actually agree with the thought that, hey, no one's going to change my mind about it and this is the way it makes me feel. It makes me feel safe and secure. Just by believing that thought, I know I'm safe. I know who I am. I know who I am. I know who I am. And therefore, when you try and change something, it's really, there's a lot of resistance trying to change something that you believe you are. This is who I am. These are my beliefs. These are my values. This is who I am. This is who I am. How are you going to change that? So are all of my beliefs wrong? Are some of them right? It's got nothing to do about the validity of the belief. It's got everything to do with how those beliefs make you feel. Then you look at the emotion. It's not about changing a belief on the validity of right and wrong. It is about shifting, wanting to shift your perspective about a, any belief you have that makes you feel restricted, resistance, limited, small, what belief, just look at how it makes you feel. Look at it how it makes you feel. It doesn't matter what other people believe about you. Ultimately, you want to feel good. Doesn't matter about other people. Stop trying to compare yourself by other people. That's where we're all getting tripped over. Everyone's so concerned about what other people think about you. you'll be amazed to know that hardly anyone has got the time to think about anyone else because they're also thinking about their own thoughts.
So that is another aha moment. How much time do you think other people spend thinking about you? It's an illusion. Your mind keeps saying, oh, this is what the so-and-so thinks about me. Doesn't want to talk to me. Doesn't, doesn't respect me. Oh, so-and-so doesn't. It, it's not true. And what do you care? At the end of the day, your experience, your loving experience inside of you has got everything to do about your relationship with yourself. So we keep going around and around in circles and keep missing the point. We keep missing the point. And an interesting thing, I think I've mentioned this before in a live, that I discovered that the word to sin in Latin actually means to miss the point. And this is what the point is. We keep missing the point, that we keep believing something that isn't really true. We're missing the point. What's the point? The point is that your relationship with your thoughts and your emotions are showing you where you're missing the point. I am believing in something that is not me. And that is the discovery. Your thoughts are not you. When you know that you are the one aware of the thoughts, you are the light, you are love itself, and your thoughts have nothing to do with you. They are just thoughts that you have acquired and said, this is what I believe. These are my values. These are my thoughts. And now all these thoughts together constitute this identity that this is who you present to the world. But some of them you don't really like. It may, makes you really feel nasty when, when you actually have a constant thought here, oh, look at, look at them. They succeeded. I haven't succeeded. I'm not good enough. That's a thought. And guess what? You believe it. And when you believe it, how do you feel? And it's just something you've acquired for a very, 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 very long time. In the illusion, you've missed the point, this is who I've believed I've been for a very, very long time. And now it feels familiar. And when someone points out, you're not good enough, there is an, a reaction which a lot of people now are calling a trigger. You've just said what I've secretly been saying about myself out loud, and it really hurts because when I say it, it hurts. But now that you've said it, it hurts even more because it's outside. Someone has seen that. And guess what? You get to see who you believe you are. So when you bring this up every single time that someone triggers you, you get to see a belief. And once you've seen a belief, now rest in the awareness that you've brought light to something. And you can see you don't really need to believe this. Why? Because this is not me. Every belief is there to show you what you are not. I am not that. I am not this belief. It's easier to let go of something that you know is not you. It's got nothing to do with you. It represents you in no way, shape, or form. And this is the whole enchilada. It's not about 
pigeonholing and categorizing and getting a whole group of people together on this planet and agreeing what beliefs are good and what beliefs are not good and which ones are true, which ones are not. Ultimately, at the end of the day, everything is there to show you what you are not. Everything is a fragmented version of who you, of just a slight sliver of who you are. They're just little, little glimpses. Who you are is the ultimate love, light, awareness of all of these things. Become aware of the thoughts, not for the not for the practice of, oh, I've identified another thought. Oh, I've identified another thought. Oh, I've identified another thought. No, it's not a game of how many thoughts you can identify that you've been believing. The fact is to wake up and the actual dawning, I'm none of these. I am not this. And then the question arises, well, then who the hell am I? And now you start asking and looking at that which you really want to see. But if you don't ask the question, you won't know. You won't see. It'll be a, a, oblivious to you. But until you keep thinking and believing, thinking and believing that the, the, the cluster of all these thoughts and beliefs constitutes an identity called myself, this is who I am, you will be gifted with all the emotions that are equivalent to those thoughts. So it's not about changing your thoughts and beliefs because that's going to be it's going to result in really really hardcore. It's like trying to change something you innately believe to be is really going to be hard. And you can prove it to yourself by those beliefs that you wrote down yesterday. There's no way no one's going to ever change those beliefs. How are you going to change them? when you believe to be them. So look at your relationship with all of your thoughts and beliefs and don't try and change them, just try and see that they are there to show you you are none of that. You are none of them. You are that which is aware of them. Just ask yourself that question. How can I be aware of something? How can I see it and then believe I am it? And these thoughts that go randomly around your head, they've not been chosen by you in a particular way that you said, ah, yeah, they've been given to you or forced on you. Your education, when you, were, when you were a child, your parents, your educators, it's society that have these collective beliefs that this is who we are and then some of us are lucky and some of us are loved and some of us are joyful and the rest of us, oh, because of our upbringing. But you can change any experience you want to be when you know that you can use thoughts, you can use the momentum of energy, you are energy itself, in order to create different experiences. You're not doomed to play out the same character over and over and over and over and over again. And we're hearing more of these success stories over and over, from the rags to the riches, from the unloved to the loved. What, what happened? Circumstances didn't change for these people. Something clicked. They realized, I don't need to depend on those thoughts and beliefs, I can start feeling 
differently about myself. I can start loving myself. And when you when you dedicate complete awareness to just self-love, self-love, you don't have to instigate a feeling of self-love. The moment you let go of the resistance, those thoughts and beliefs that actually resisted, damped down your love, the moment you let go of that, I am no longer going to interact with these thoughts. It doesn't feel loving to me. Then you start to expand and start to actually experience who you really are. The experience of who you really are is already love itself. So you're uncovering, you're uncovering, you're taking off these layers of resistance in order to, in fact, it always feels like relief. The moment you uncover something that has been a burden, or I've been believing this for so long, I've been believing this for so long, and now you're questioning it, why? Why do I need to burden myself with this thought? Oh, because it's true, okay. All right, now I get it. It's true. I have I have to burden it. Yes, it's true. But at the end of the day, you're on this planet for the feelings. If you're not feeling love, you're unhappy. And if you're unhappy, now you're just spewing it on around the world. Everyone you interact with. When you're home alone, you're spewing it in your energy. You're keeping everything down. You're arguing for your own limitation. What's the point? If everyone starts to raise their own frequency and questioning their thoughts, we can all start to feel more of self-love. Can you imagine the domino effect? Ultimately, if you're not happy, you're not helping. And that's not my phrase. I'm, I'm borrowing it from Pantino. If you're not happy, you're not helping. And when he said that, holy crap, that just made a point. If I'm not happy, I'm not helping anyone. I had to sacrifice these beliefs that were keeping me down and limited and unworthy and unloving. I sacrificed them. Why? They're no good. They weren't making me feel good. So then I cannot be of, an, of service to anyone else. I cannot go out with a big smile on my face and, and love in my heart and stand in front of anyone without spewing my unhappiness. And that's what I did for a very, very long time. And that's what everyone is doing because ultimately they're believing thoughts. They believe this is who I am. Question. Not the validity of your thoughts. Question how they make you feel. And can you let it go? And can you see that it's got nothing to do with you? It's got nothing to do with you. You've got to let them go. You have, If you have any thoughts that make you feel just slightly a contraction, question them, write them down, have a look at them. Do you have any beliefs that give you the feeling of unworthiness, of inadequacy, of not being enoughness? It's always got to do something that you're not enough about, that there's something lacking, something missing, always. That is suffering. When there is a belief connected, connected to something, I'm not enough. Of what? And if you really want to like go deeper in it, I recommend Byron Katie, the work. She offers four questions of self-inquiry, which are fabulous. Look up Byron Katie. It's free on her website where you 
question your own thoughts and beliefs that who you think you are. And ultimately, you can start to see things from a different perspective. The Work by Byron Katie. Everything you want, you want it for the feeling you believe it'll give you. Go for the feeling. And the feeling is already inside of you. You are love itself. You don't have to go and find it. You don't have to cultivate beliefs and, and thoughts to, to allow you to feel love. You are it already. You always have been. You already are it. You just are not unaware of it because you're busy faffing around with these superficial labels of who you think you are. Go to the source. The source is who you already are. Love. Love, light, joy. If you weren't so engaged in the superficial thoughts and beliefs that keep distracting you, oh yes, no, this is who I am, you would actually feel it right here, right now. Not sure I thought a comment. No. All right, loved ones, if you have any comments or any questions, but I quite I think it's just very, very straightforward. The relationship between mind and body are one and the same, reflecting each other. One is using labels, words, descriptive modes. That's the mind. It pigeonholed categorizes. And it's got all your nice beliefs all nicely put into little boxes. Your body, the body, feels sensations and emotions. And when one belief is focused on, the body will feel it. And you will know the contraction, the resistance. We define it as negative emotion. Look at the connection of that and see that you are neither of these. Don't try and fix anything. Don't try and fix anything. See that you are neither the good feeling thought, you're neither the negative feeling thought, you are that which sees it. And if you just let go, you let go of one thought after another. As good or bad as it feels, just let keep going deeper, keep going deeper. In meditation, you will sense the ultimate source of you are self-love for yourself. Stop believing that anyone else out there can ever make you feel loved. No one out there can make you feel loved. You are love itself. When you're looking for love in all the other places, you are love itself. And when someone knows themselves as love and meets another that knows they are themselves at love, there is an engagement of recognition of love. Ultimately, we all want to know who we are as love. So if you're not feeling love, go and investigate what beliefs are in the way that's distracting you from finding out, from seeing, from becoming aware, consciously aware. I know. I feel it.
And when you feel love, you don't care about anything else because you feel abundant. You feel joyful. You are the light. You shine bright. You do. You shine. You don't care about circumstances and events and people anymore. You are now here as a pure representation of source itself. And when you can shine bright, you can remind and help other people do the same. And there are so many people waking up, so many people waking up, so many people waking up. Question, question, ask the questions. The questions are always going, when you really, 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 really want to know, you, you will be able to see the answer. But the desire, the commitment, and the priority, the intensity of desire of really, really wanting to know is the only invitation that one needs to be able to see clearly. How bad do you want to know? How fed up are you of tolerating emotions and beliefs that you've literally blindfoldedly believe this is who I am. I will see you tomorrow.